Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am really, I am here. I am tired today. Can you tell? <laughs> I am here with the amazing Dusty Lee Houston. Oh, my goodness. I am so glad you are here. And we were yeah, just talking same. before that this has been like the Mondayest Tuesday ever as we're recording today. Yes. Yes, it has been. Oh, well, I am so glad you're here, and it's nice to finally get to meet you. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question ever. Perfect. Let's get it out of the way. (laughs) Who is Dusty Lee Houston? Oh, goodness. How much time do we have? (laughs) Um, You know, I'm a lot of things. Um, I would say I am probably. Oh, you're right. This was a hard question. Let me think about this. You know, first and foremost, I'm I'm a mom and I'm a wife. Um, I have a day job. Um, but I'm also somebody that's just chasing their dream and, and living outside the box and, um, you know, refusing to put myself inside of that, you know, what that norm looks like and how that process actually works. Um, again, you know, my song, the hell I won't is kind of a, um, a synopsis of that. I'm going to do what I want the way that I want and how I want when I want. So, um, I'd say that I'm just, I'm just a a girl that's living out her dreams and, and doing things her way. That's perfect. And I love that you brought in about the new song, The Hell I Won't. So yeah, tell us a little bit about the new song that just came out. Yeah, so I um, I actually wrote this song uh, last October, well, two Octobers ago, actually, um, with uh, Mary Cutter and Craig Wilson out of Nashville, two incredible songwriters um, that I got hooked up with when I moved to Chattanooga. Um, I had had the song idea rolling around for about five years but um, I'm kind of new to the songwriting thing on my own. I don't play an instrument besides the tambourine. You can't really um, write a song to a tambourine. I mean, I guess you could try, but so, you know, getting those melodies and stuff um, is not something that, you know, I, I'm really that great at. So um, I got hooked up with these guys and I kind of gave them my ideas and I told them, you know, that the, the path to where I am today is not of traditional means. It's, you know, peppered with tragedy and heartache and, you know, uphill struggles and, um, you know, not to mention people that are, you know, say you're never good enough and you're never going to make it or, you know, all those things. Um, and so it was just kind of my way of, of, you know, politely <laughs> saying, uh, you know, the hell I won't like watch me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. So it was, you know, I've, I've dubbed it kind of my anthem. Um, and so that's kind of how it, how it came about now that it's what it is and it's out and, you know, that there's music to it and, you know, we perform it live. It, it really is my anthem. So it's something I'm incredibly proud of. Well, I love it because I love the, just the, even the meaning behind it, whether that's someone's my story or someone else, it should be the same way. And yeah, I don't think you should ever give up. And uh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. It it definitely means a lot. So. (laughs) Well, tell me who are some of the women that have inspired you musically? Um, oh, from an early age, the Judds, I fell in love with their harmonies. I loved how sassy they were on stage. Um, 
Reba McIntyre, of course. I was really young. She was my first country concert, and I was captivated by her ability to captivate an audience and tell a story and just she's like the ultimate performer. Um, and one of the one of the um, female artists that is not really well known, at least not to this more modern generation that I absolutely fell in love with when I was a kid was Katie Oslin. My mom loved her, um, had her records and her vocals were just this sultry um, blend of just, I, I don't know what it was about her, but her, her music really got to me. Um, and I loved the fact that when I got older, I realized that she had her first number one at 40. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, how's that for bucking the system? You know, they say Nashville's a 10 yeah. year town and they want you to be so young when you do that. But she had her first number one at 40. And I was like, okay, I can do this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, they, they were probably some of my, my first, um, greats, the ones that really inspired me to, to want to do music full time. And I love that. And you're right. There's not so many people in the newer generation that know Katie Oslin and mm-hmm. loved her songs, you know? Yes. Same thing. My mom was always like, you got to check out this artist. So we were always the singer songwriter. Like we always would compare those because not that we didn't love great singers, but yeah. you know, the inspiration behind it, the writing, the the, the right. heart, the sweat, the blood, the tears, all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah all the songs like all the, the uh, recollection that it deserves or, um, you know, yeah. the, I like the fact that things have moved towards um, recognizing our songwriters and the musicians, because I mean, a song is a song, but if you don't have, the instrumentation behind it, or you don't have, you know, somebody that takes it, this idea and puts it on paper and makes it what it is. You know, I, I often say that, you know, I'm just a singer and I'm a nobody on stage without my band guys, you know, or without the songwriting process, you know, it really, it really is a, 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 a tribe that puts everything together. And so, um, it, it, I love that people are seeing now that there's just so much more that goes into it, especially, you know, songwriters getting recognition for the hard work that they put in. It's, it's about time. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a team as anything they say, it's a team sport. Yep, you know, even sure. tennis is a team sport when you're the only person on the court, it's the people behind you that helped you to get there too. So Agreed. yeah. Agreed. So tell me what upcoming things do you have? Uh, any thing that we can catch in Nashville or Chattanooga coming up? Yeah, we have, um, we are loading our show docket. Um, we've got a bunch of shows coming up in Chattanooga. Um, we, I mean, we kind of, we, we, we tour regionally. Uh, we've got a Texas run coming up. We're still solidifying some of those dates. We've got a Carolina run, um, North and South. Um, probably, I would say probably midsummer ish. We're still again, confirming dates. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some talks about maybe possibly heading back to Idaho for another show. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly busy. I have all of my show dates that have been confirmed on my website just to keep everybody kind of up to date. Um, but yeah, when, when I'm not working my, my real job, <laughs> I'm working my <laughs> other real job. <laughs> so constantly busy. <laughs> uh, I totally understand. Trust me. So, uh, now, I know you grew up in Idaho. So what area of Idaho, just because I've been there a few times, love yeah. the area, the eastern area near Yellowstone for that area. Okay. Been there yep. quite a few times. So. so I was born and raised in Nampa, which is most people don't know where that's at, but it's it's literally a suburb of Boise. So it's okay. I mean, it used to be kind of it's like it's about 20 miles east of Boise. Um, so that that's the general area. When I say Boise, people are like, oh, yeah, I know where Boise is. So that that's where I I'm. That's where I say I'm from. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, same with me. Yeah, I'm from originally from Pennsylvania. And I'm like, they're like, well, this little tiny town, they never remember it. I'm like, yeah, near Allentown. They're like, oh, it's northeast of Philly. Oh. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh. Well, would you like to do our 20 crazy questions? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. And I promise we won't get arrested yet. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm always down for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Tell me, do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Oh, I do. Um, you know, it used to be Taylor Swift was kind of the like, oh, you listen to Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah, because she is amazing and a genius and a boss, everything. And so that used to be my guilty pleasure. Um, but I love Disney. Like my kids, you know, they're grown now and adults, but they love Disney soundtracks. And so you know, Disney soundtracks are kind of my go-to thing sometimes when, you know, we're just cutting up. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as I think people would be surprised to know that I'm my taste in music is pretty eclectic. Um, I love old school nineties rap, like Snoop Dogg and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, my kids, even when they realize that they were like, what, what, who are you? <laughs> so I'd say that's probably my guilty pleasure, something that most people don't expect from me. And I'm, I'm like, I can get down with some of that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't blame you for that. So if I asked today, your favorite song is? Ooh, Hillbilly Hippie, Lainey Wilson. I love that song right now. I have a bunch that are on my list. I'm like, oh, that's so good. And that's so good. So narrowing <laughs> it down. But that one right now, I just, I love everything she's doing. But that song has such a groove to it. I love it. Perfect. So in your opinion, what's the best concert you've attended? Oh. <sighs> Oh my gosh. I have attended so many amazing concerts. Um, that's a really hard one. <laughs> okay. Top I three. Love, okay. Top three. Okay. Um, Bob Seger recently because he's my all time favorite, um, nostalgic. My dad loved him. So, um, he was awesome. Uh, Stevie Nicks is my, my idol. Um, I love her, everything she does. So I, when I got to see her, she was phenomenal. Um, and then I got to see Hart um, mm -hmm. in concert and performance vocal wise, blown away. Phenomenal. I mean, such a powerhouse. I wish I could have seen them in the 70s in their prime. But I mean, just their delivery of every song was, I mean, just chef's kiss. So good. So good. Absolutely. I'm super jealous. I've never, got, never gotten to see Hart live, but obviously, you know, crank their music up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That Thankfully my mom was a music lover. Otherwise she'd be like, turn it down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. So tell us a album or an artist that we need to listen to before we die. Who would you recommend? Oh gosh. Um, oh, that is a hard one. You know, I, it kind of depends. Mine. I'm going to say mine. <laughs> I love it. I'm, because most of the ones that I would recommend for different reasons, you know, like to pump you up or to make most of them, most people have heard, you know, the classics. I'm a, I'm a huge rock classic. Um, and if you haven't heard it, then I, I feel like we probably don't even need to be in the same room speaking. <laughs> but I feel like most of the ones that I, I love and would say that are definitely ones that people have heard. So I'm going to go ahead and say mine because most people haven't heard mine. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Tell me, 
Now, I know you've won awards before, but when you win Entertainer of the Year from the CMAs, who's the first person you're going to thank? Oh, as long as I can hold my crap together. Um, <laughs> oh, and I'm getting all teary thinking about it. Probably my dad. Um, that was something that he always wanted for me. We talked about it and he always said, you know, I have no doubt, babe. Um, but I lost my dad in 2016. And so he would definitely probably, you know, one of those, we made it, dad, we yeah. did it type of moments. So, Ooh, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> so yeah, that would probably be my first. Oh, well, that is really sweet. And I hope I get to see that when that happens, you know, I'll, uh, be cheering you on and be like, yeah, yeah that okay. would be great. <laughs> that would be the dream. <laughs> and be like, here, don't forget the tissues. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Didn't expect that one. Holy cow. <laughs> oh. oh, it's all good. When it's a good memory, it's a good memory. So For sure. tell us something on your bucket list. Like, uh, you know, playing the Opry, going to uh, Vegas. I don't know. Just <laughs> You know, I, I definitely have a, a good bucket list as far as like music wise, um, playing the Opry and playing Red Rocks. Those are like my two and the Ryman, of course. Um, I feel like those are kind of the, the, the end all for music. Like, you know, you've made it or, you know, that, um, you, you've done what you said you were going to do when you play some of those venues, um, outside of music, I really want to skydive. I'm not much of a risk taker. I don't, I'm not really like a, a danger devil. Um, but I have told myself since I was young that I'm, I'm going to do it because it scares the ever living daylight out of me even <laughs> thinking about it. Um, but I, before I die, that's, that's my goal. <laughs> I love it. I, I should probably go with you. Cause I said, I, you know, I would try to do something like that one day, but I'm like, I've just been like, no, there's a perfectly yeah. good airplane. Why do I want to jump out of it? Like, that's what my dad used to say to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My oldest daughter is a thrill seeker and she keeps telling me, we're going to do it, mom. We're going to, my husband, I've, I've been asking him and he's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> he's like, I'll do anything you want, but that. So um, my niece Riley, she did it a few years ago and absolutely loved it. So we've kind of teamed up saying that um, my oldest daughter and our, my niece Riley are going to, we're going to do it one day. We're all going to get together in the same state and we're going to make it happen. Oh, beautiful. I have someone that used to do that. Like different states she told me she's like one of the most beautiful places she goes is near the grand canyon it's just such a beautiful view and you're just coming you know i'm like okay i said because i've done power sailing which to me was nothing oh. you know i'm like i'm still attached i'm still attached to a string right. you know like right there's some sort of fault safety there still <laughs> i can oh. see that okay well i look forward to hearing when you get to do that so yes it will be on tag us everywhere <laughs> oh. So tell me, what is your, where, or where is your favorite vacation spot? Depot Bay, Oregon. Oh, we lived on the Oregon coast for um, a few years when um, my husband was in the military and mm -hmm. you kind of, you, you tend to take it for granted, you know? Um, but now almost every year we used to go back for the last probably five or six years. Um, there's just, it's very calming. It's, I feel like this sense of peace when I'm, chaotic and my life feels like it's just, you know, yeah. running on fumes and I'm burning the candle at both ends. That's kind of my go-to um, place. I love walking the beach. Um, my husband and I and our, our daughters, we have a tradition in Lincoln city. They, they're called float fairies and they have um, hand-blown glass balls that the, um, the local artists, they design, and then they hide them on the beach for people to find. 
And so we would get up really early and we'd go get coffee and then we would walk the beach for, you know, hours um, combing for these glass balls. And that was kind of our tradition. And so it's just my happy place. I love it. It's a beautiful place. Trust. Ah, we were there quite a few times and uh, I'll be back there this year in summer. Oh, I love it. Looking forward to it. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how we said that. I was like, oh. That's great. Yeah. We haven't been back since we moved to Tennessee, but we were talking about um, planning something coming up because I just, I love it. It's my, my go-to for sure. Absolutely. I'll get you the dates. I'm going to be there. Maybe we can just all go at the same time. Yeah, That sounds great. If we can coincide with my tour schedule, I'm in. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, tell me, do you prefer paper, eBooks or audiobooks? Paper. I'm tactile. I love tangible. I still buy CDs. People think I'm wild. I'm <laughs> yes, I have a I have a nightstand full of books that I it was like well, you can read them on an ebook. I'm like why it it's not the same. It doesn't smell the same. The pages don't feel the same. I am definitely paper. Perfect. Well, uh, so who would play you if we made a movie about your life tomorrow? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm gonna have to think about who's feisty enough. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. you know I would say probably man I don't know I that's a question I'm gonna have to come back to because now now the wheels are spinning and I'm like who who would actually be crazy and feisty enough to play and I mean bitter enough at some points too <laughs> you know I'm not always rainbow and sunshine but um yeah, that's a good question. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Wait, what do you mean? You're not always rainbow and sunshine? Why not? You know? Oh, no, I, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just need a down moment. I think, I think people, when one of the local musicians in Idaho um, that we used to perform with, his name's Cliff Miller, great guy. I love their band. They're phenomenal musicians, um, entertainers. And one time I was, we were talking about, um, you know, when you have a full-time job and then you're also this full-time entertainer, People expect you to be on at all times. And it, there's times where it's not that you ever take it for granted, you know, and you enjoy it, but it's just, it becomes exhausting. And um, one time I was like, I just don't want people to know that sometimes I'm kind of a jerk. <laughs> like Sometimes I need my quiet time. And like, I feel like an 80 year old woman, um, you know, it's like a Friday night and I don't have a show. And I'm like, I want to sit and drink my tea and <laughs> read my book. And I don't want anybody to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm just, I'm not always like, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Ooh. So, <laughs> and I, th I think with the whole pandemic and stuff, I think people may have gotten a little better with that whole, you know, okay, yes, take some time for you and whatever, you know, but for I sure. hope so at least. <laughs> for sure. Oh. So do you sing in the shower? You know, I don't, isn't that weird? I, I, I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I always think like I should because sometimes acoustics are great, but um, I don't. <laughs> my dog's oh. about to lose her mind because my daughter just pulled in and she's coming in the garage from work. And so I can hear her. So I sorry. I'm, I apologize for the interruption. Uh, no problem. We love dogs here. If the listeners don't like dogs, well, then they can just, you know, I think they have like a skip button for like 15 or 30 seconds, right? <laughs> Just move exactly. past the dog barking. It's okay, guys. Just don't worry about it. Exactly. That's life. There's occasionally dog barking. That's right. <laughs> oh, so tell me, 
the worst or best job you've ever had? Oh, the worst job? You know, I can't say that I've had worse jobs, maybe horrible bosses, um, but the jobs that I've had have all been pretty great, actually. Um, I would say the best job that I probably had um, probably when I was, I managed a music store, um, when we lived in North Carolina for about a year, um, we were kind of in transition when my husband was, um, leaving the military and I worked for, um, a lady, her name was Linda and, um, every, we called her Nana. She was everybody's Nana and she was just wonderful and sweet and kind. Um, I've had some really great bosses over the years that I, some of them I'm super close with, um, Ken and Kathy, they have been, uh, they're like the fill in Nana and Papa to my kids. We, you know, we vacation, we see them, we travel to, you know, see each other. Um, so I've actually been pretty, pretty lucky. I've had a few bad apples, but they, they taught me everything I never wanted to be. But for the most part, I've had some really good bosses and some great jobs. So I, I can't complain. Perfect. I love that. It's always good to hear, you know, there's some people that are like, couldn't do this job again, whatever. Yeah. But then again, that was like someone saying they were waitressing and they were spilling drinks and you know, they were just a no. bad waitress or whatever. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. Maybe it's not their thing. Yeah. No, yeah, I get maybe that. Maybe it's not your thing. That's what. <laughs> maybe you should try something else. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh. So if you had a favorite meal, would it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner? It would be dessert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely loves. a dessert person for sure. Anybody that knows me knows that I am they a dessert whore, as they would probably call it. I love anything. <laughs> so I actually made a post um, on my Facebook yesterday um, about the fact that um, I basically lie to myself when I make a pan of Rice Krispies in the fact that I'll leave some for my family. <laughs> And it's, I, I mean, listen, I can't help that you didn't eat it before I did. It was, I, no, <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> I'm so, pretty sure we're related on that one. <laughs> yeah, I have a horrible sweet tooth and zero oh. willpower. So yeah, I would say I'm dessert. That would be for me. Love it. Love it. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Oh, you know... <laughs> Luckily, my husband is very, he grew up in the mountains. Um, you know, he's the type of guy that we can be dropped in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, he can use a stick of gum and a Q-tip and build a shopping mall. So um, basically just to follow him and not get eaten. That's probably my goal. <laughs> Do whatever he says, because when it comes to that kind of stuff, that that he knows what's happening. He knows how to keep us alive. So <laughs> perfect. Wonderful. And then I'll have to call you because I'll be up in the mountains somewhere because zombies don't like snows. So that's that's mine. That's right. That's, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so tell us something you would never do. Obviously, we know you're gonna go skydiving. So that cannot be the I would never do that now. So oh, something I would never do. Let's see. You know, I have I have two th okay, three, if I'm honest. I have three irrational fears. I absolutely hate snakes. Um, I am terrified of tornadoes. I mean, like terrified of tornadoes. And then I moved to Tennessee where there's tornadoes. Um, mm -hmm. And I have a fear of water. 
I don't know how to swim. I don't mind wait, like waiting in the water, but mm-hmm. as far as like people that like to deep sea dive literally make me shake. Like it terrifies <laughs> me. So I will never go deep sea diving. <laughs> That's mm-mm, nope. I'm just going to stay on the beach, sunburn, drink my time <laughs> and eat dessert. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Oh, how to conquer your fear. Don't and just have my ties and dessert. I love it. Dessert. Yeah. See, that sounds like a great idea to me. <laughs> right. No. So hypothetically, if I called you and said, hey, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Oh. You know, I, the mountains somewhere near animals, <laughs> that would <laughs> probably be my go-to somewhere where people don't go. That would probably be my, yeah. my go-to. <laughs> Perfect. I will call you. Cause you sound like you might know a place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if not, I'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, okay. So since we never grow up or yeah, we only have to grow old. We don't have to grow up. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I definitely want to be a singer. (laughs) I definitely want to say that I had a legacy that I left behind and kind of, I don't know that I'll ever have that, you know, you've made it moment because I just feel like there's so many you've made it moments um, Mm -hmm. to to actually experience. So I, I don't know that I'll ever reach a point where I can stop experiencing and feel like I've actually made it. But um, to hit some of these goals or these milestones, um, that I've set for myself, I feel like that's definitely still my goal for what I want to be when I grow up. That's beautiful. Love it. I'm not gonna ask you the next question. You just told us you're like definitely afraid of snakes and tornadoes. Yeah. So we already got that. <laughs> so would you go to karaoke with me? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. probably have some drinks. I'm kind of tone deaf. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have horrible stage fright, so definitely drinks and then then karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could be any person or position, person as in like Dolly Parton or someone, position, CEO, surgeon, doctor, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? I would, you know, Dolly's probably a good example I mean, maybe not so much as a person, but in a position where you have all of these tools at your, your fingertips, you know, you have all of this money to help, you know, families and and kids and animal shelters and just, you know, to, to kind of see the bad that's happening and be able to actually have the power to do something about it. You're not just this, you know, sometimes you feel, at least I do feel hopeless in the fact that I don't have you know, endless amounts of money or resources to be able to do that. And sometimes when I, you know, and I know celebrities don't put all of their, the things and their good doings, you know, on the internet, but sometimes I'm thinking to myself, man, you have all of this money and what, what I ask them, you know, what are your good deeds? What are you doing with that? You know, money. Cause you know, my dad always said, you never see a hearse pull in a U-Haul, you know? So what are you doing with that before you die? Um, so somebody, at least a position where I had endless resources and money, so that I could help um, people and mostly animals. I'm a huge animal lover. So something like that would probably be to give me the power to do that. I'd take it. Oh, I love it. I was just saying with the that large uh, Powerball and Mega Millions that just went off not too long ago. 
I said, yes, we bought our couple tickets, you know, didn't win, obviously. I said, but I said, yes, I wouldn't have a day job anymore, right? I would have a new day job where I would go to like shelters that are kill shelters and change them to no yeah. kill, find out yeah. and make sure they get the financing they need and everything like that. And, and yes. I said, I'd be a full-time workaholic, so to speak, but in, yeah. Yep. So. That would be my, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that. Okay. It would so be if I hit a mega million Powerball, I will call you. Yes, please do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We've always, my dad and my sister and I, we've always said that if, if we won the lottery, we wouldn't be rich for long because we don't, we would give it all away trying to make things better in the world. So, I mean, there, there wouldn't, I probably, people probably wouldn't know that I won the lottery, but there would be signs because I would have a million dogs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there would be signs. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Oh, do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? And can you share them with us? I do. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to my camera so you can see. Um, but on my arm is a tattoo of a saying, and it's called keep smiling and stay happy, which was my dad's signature to everything. Um, he said it whenever, you know, you were on the phone or you would see him. Um, so that was what he lived by. Keep smiling and stay happy. You know, keep the faith. Everything always works out. Um, it's not always as bad as it seems. And so, um, a few days after my dad passed away, my sister and I went, this is his handwriting off of a, a card that we had. Um, we got it tattooed on our arm just as a reminder that, you know, when things are tough, which they always seem to be, it's, you know, just keep smiling and stay happy. So. Absolutely. Those are great words of wisdom. Thank you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that was my dad's signature. That's what he said every, to everybody he met. He didn't know a stranger. That's how he. I was just, you know, I love you. Keep smiling. Stay happy. So I love it. Oh, that's beautiful. So other than some uh, summer tour stuff going on, uh, more goals for writing this summer and the spring, summer, wherever we're at, we're in winter yet, technically, right? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm still saying warm thoughts. <laughs> yes. Not that I'm counting down, but I am. <laughs> no. Well, it was great having you on today and you were welcome back anytime. Thank you. I appreciate your time and having me out it was great. And I, the questions you asked are great because I do a lot of interviews and sometimes you feel like you answer the same question, even though, you know, most people don't, don't know the artist um, like that. So it's great to answer questions that most people don't really ask me. So thank you. I appreciated that. Well, I'm glad you did because that's the point of this is to get to know you. Like we're having a drink somewhere and be like, ask yeah. these weird questions and I'm not sure you should ask that stranger next to you about hiding a dead body. They may call the police, but you know, they might fun. Be your suspect for sure. <laughs> but hey, you know, I think or they might be like, hello, I think this guy's going to kill me. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this guy needs to be kept an eye on. <laughs> oh, well, funny. thank you again. And uh, all the, we'll have uh, links to your website and everything in the description. So if everyone go check them out and check out the uh, new release, we'll see Perfect. you next time here on Crazy Women Country. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.